0: Welcome to episode sixteen of Echo Screen. My name's Blaze. With me this week is Anthony.
1: I'm here again. I thought my name was Joe.
0: It's been too long for that joke we, to matter. It's to been anyone. years,
2: Anthony. Um, uh, Aaron's
0: here with years.
2: me. I got demoted.
0: Well, That's his. I'm reading alphabetically. Mentions.
2: Wow. Rob, I'm Robert Place, I guess.
1: dude. I'm the more famous. Wow, dude. I'm
2: the one at the bottom? Wow, that's great.
0: Well, technically, I, I mean, I said my name first, but I'm just cuz I'm introducing, but alphabetically well, I, I get relaxed.
1: second billing because I'm the best, obviously. Well,
0: well, well hey, how, how's it been, guys? I've uh we were on last week besides Aaron, we did the extra episode and then Aaron was on the normal episode which you guys were not on. But uh yeah. it's, it's been a bit Slackers. Um, yeah. So, any updates in your life that you're willing to put out there publicly on the internet? Haha. No. Um, That's good. That's getting, good. I agree.
2: Getting uh, getting close to the end of a quarter, uh, and you know, just a uh, quarter quarter in school, right? Quarter in school. Yeah. Uh yeah. In, in the south, uh, instead of semesters, there's quarters, so. It might just be it
0: might just be a like a SCAD thing. Actually. Yeah.
3: I don't
1: know yeah, if that's, that's true for like, I mean all it depends on the school. In, yeah, in yeah. Georgia cuz UGA not like
0: that. Mhm. Yeah. Oh well. Uh I guess we'll just jump right into video game news. I mean oh, I think boy. I think this is more of like a friendship video game podcast more than a news podcast cuz I mean none of this would hold up in a like uh, maybe an archival way but you know, like just In a, a court of law. I was hilarious. about to
2: say. I well, thought we're you were gonna say court of law.
0: If I cared enough, I'd edit the, uh, the, like the the Law and Order sound effect right there. <laughs> I was thinking about that.
1: And you'd have to edit most of my bits out. Oh wait.
0: Oh no! I can't wait to see the uh, the waveform on what Anthony just said. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so at the beginning of this week, Nintendo had their Indie World. Showcase, which was like 20 games. It, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. It was like 20 minutes of, of content. And I'll just go down the list. Uh, did anyone else watch it besides me?
1: I did not. I didn't. Yeah. Okay, i literally so, hearing about it for the first time.
0: Oh, uh, it was pretty good. I mean, it was just, again, just indie games, so nothing like huge or mind-bending. But there were a few surprises. Like, the first thing they showed was this incredible... Um, animated like intro for the game hades by Supergiant oh, Games. games
1: i have seen that I have yeah seen
0: that. so they that first showed off that animation for um like the nintendo switch reveal and it the game drops apparently this fall and uh i'm a huge fan of Supergiant games and well, yeah. i've i wanted hades to come to like the switch or the ps4 i'd rather play it on the like a console and mm-hmm. apparently like the 1.0 content complete version because it's been like in early access for a while that mm-hmm. comes out uh, this fall hopefully sooner rather than later but uh yeah i'm super pumped that was that like to get the show off that was like the top um uh, they also show this game called uh Raji, an epic uh, an ancient epic which is i guess it's a new game but it's set in ancient india and inspired by hindu and uh, balinese mythology It looks super cool. It looked like, um, like a top down kind of, not to say like in a reductive way. It kind of looked like Assassin's Creed ish, but it just like an action game, um, but with like very specific, um, like design and culture. And that looks super cool. That launched that day. Uh, I'll probably pick it up uh, pretty soon, honestly, when I run out of uh, my backlog. Uh Spirit which is like a 2D game didn't really catch my eye honestly but um yeah. So and then on they they closed the show with like I'm just reading the list off the Nintendo site so it's out of mm-hmm. order from what they showed but I guess these were like the big hits. Uh Untitled Goose Game if anyone's heard of that. No sure. yeah. They yep. um they're making a physical release of the game for one and two They're adding online co-op for a second (laughs) goose. So you can be two geese running around terrorizing people, which that sounds hilarious to me. Um, A short hike coming to the Switch. That's cool. It's a timed console exclusive, which is cool. Uh, Don't think they they told us when that's coming out other than eventually. Torchlight 3 um, is coming to the Switch. That's cool. Uh, this game called Takeshi and Hiroshi, which is uh, has like stop mo- motion animation, and then like it's an a, like a two D RPG. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it launched on oh uh, I right as the show like finished basically, and mm-hmm. it's it's like less than ten bucks. So it's, and it's apparently pretty short, but it looks super cute and charming. Uh, Hy- Hypnospace Hypno Outlaw, I can't even remember. I guess it's a nineties simulator apparently. Sure. That's what it says the first sentence. Oh boy. I can go that's, back uh, to the nineties. <laughs> that's cool I guess. Don't really remember. You could preload it, it comes out on the twenty seventh. Card Shark, which is it has like an interesting art style I remember and it's about like basically it's about cheating at card games and it comes out sometime in twenty twenty one. Manifold Garden it's a puzzle game, that's cool. It, come, it came out later that day. Subnautica and the uh, expansion Below Zero, that's coming to the Switch sometime in 2021. Apparently, Subnautica didn't um, perform very well, like literally in the like a uh, execution on the consoles or places it re- originally released. So people are like, well, this, like be careful. It might be weird to play at first on that console. Maybe, I don't know, <laughs> but something to consider. Never Garden Story, which you, I think you play as a grape. Is that? <clears throat> yes, you play as Concord the Grape.
1: A fucking grape?
0: It's like a top-down Zelda-ish game. It's pretty cool. It's like co- combined Zelda and um, and Stardew Valley, if I'm not mistaken, from what I gathered. That sounds <laughs> pretty cute as well. Uh, 2021 for that. Evergate which is a 2D puzzle platformer um, with, like, its own mythology and stuff. That apparently launched later that day as well. Um, it kind of looks like Ori in the Blind Forest a little bit, but... That sounds you know.
1: interesting, at least. Yeah. I, I like the lo- aesthetic of that
0: game. It looked pretty snappy um, with, like, the gameplay, so something cool. Uh, Baron Breakfast, which you play as a bear... And you basically are like a Stardew Valleying, like re- restoring a bunch of stuff and getting people to stay at your bed and breakfast. That seemed interesting. Um, yeah. So that comes out in 2021 as well. That was basically it. Uh, and then stuff went on sale. Uh, he's going the sale uh, that they have um, going on in the eShop Runs until the 30th. So if you want some stuff, it includes more than just things that were announced. Apparently, Exit the Gungeon, Streets of Rage 4, and Ori in the Blind Forest, and more are on sale now for I, celebrating new World if you want to get those.
1: That's I really fun. need to play Streets of Rage 4. It's, yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about so it. Goddamn yeah. cool. It does look good. I, you, I just want to admire the animation, too. This is just an animation junkie.
0: Yes. Yeah, I think they did uh, like a really good job from the content I've seen of it.
1: Also, yeah, that was, several what? waifu characters. No. That I've no, about. Anthony. Oh, no, yeah. thank
0: you. Keep it PG. Yeah. No, thank hey, you. This I is a, a, a no waifu zone. We had that in the beginning of the podcast history. Oh, it, sure. if, if we ever make t-shirt designs, that will be one of them. And uh, I stand by that. No be, waifu zone. No more.
2: It'll be and you'll fiction. be forced
0: to wear the shirt every day, Anthony. Yeah, yeah you'll for have to change of you out life. your Shadow the Hedgehog shirt for a no waifu shirt.
1: Hell um. no, we won't go. <laughs> Hell no, we won't go. Don't oppress me. Don't tread on me. Uh,
0: anyway, so we're going to move on to something that is uh, kind of like Aaron and I are super unhappy about. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles apparently launches later uh, this month on August 27th. In Actually, literally just, a week. Like a week, yeah. And it's not getting a physical release for the, the, the West. Yeah. And you can only, from what I've seen, I haven't checked on my phone or anything, but the page that Square has available only lets you pre-order it from the PlayStation f- uh, store. That's yeah.
3: it. And it's, it's like only PlayStation online store i was going to do it but then i didn't want to go through the hassle but i was trying to find it the other night on like amazon or anything really like to see if there was a physical release and then i had to do some digging only to find out that yeah only japan gets the physical release Mm
0: -hmm. it's super weird.
3: i could order a japanese physical release edition from play asia but also i don't know if it would have english subtitles and then also i don't think it would work online (laughs) so it's so weird highly disappointing
0: yeah we were like the bunch of us were gonna play it because they made it like you can play it from a cross play anywhere you will need like to mm-hmm. have playstation plus and nintendo online to play it but you can still play it with your friends crossplay. uh so that's cool i wish that was a thing that we got and you can't even pre-order on the nintendo switch where i want to buy yeah. it so also it's true. like it's is only it? on.
3: You can only put it on PlayStation, I
0: believe. I'm wondering if it is, like, coming to, like, everywhere. I really don't remember what their messaging was, and I didn't bother to look it up through my, like, annoyance
3: of it. I'm pretty sure it's going to be out on PlayStation, uh, I think Xbox, uh, Switch, and then uh, mobile devices on the 27th. Okay. But I'm pretty sure the only thing that you really get from pre ordering it on PlayStation is uh, a theme i could that's, be wrong
4: oh god i yeah. think
3: you get like a code for crystal chronicles of light which you can give to somebody else which is essentially like a demo of the game where somebody can play it alongside you for like the first three dungeons or something
0: huh well that's cool i guess but whatever yeah, it's weird. yeah super annoying it's disappointing i i don't know maybe maybe they're like gauging the interest like if it sells super well they want they'll get people to double dip or something but I mean
3: I actually just watched a video the other day about uh how the game is made and like everything that went into it and uh its reception upon release. Did you know that game was only made in like a year and a half? It's kinda of crazy. Yeah, I feel like I yeah.
0: saw yeah, I feel like I've heard that information from like mm-hmm. from many videos, but yeah, but that's wild for a GameCube game but when
3: could, it did come out. It was like one of the fastest selling like uh, non uh, first party games on the GameCube, and it was wow. like rated top seven in like, or the it was like the seventh highest rated uh, game on the GameCube in terms of sales. So wow. I don't know. I mean, it's like generally received as a very good game, hmm. but I guess they don't think we're as interested in it.
0: They're putting all their money into manufacturing Avengers copies, which oh boy, is Avengers gonna flop? Like, I just have this feeling in my gut that Avengers is gonna have some, like, sort of No Man's Sky backlash, where it's gonna sell, like, really well, but the mass populace will, like, fall off of it. Maybe even Anthem. Like, cause we had that comparison we talked about last week, but there's something... There's something fishy that I feel like still going on with with Avengers.
1: What, so. what about it makes it seem fishy it, to you?
0: I mean, I've I've pretty much said it every time we talked about it. It looks off to me. It mm-hmm. apparently plays um, like just a like a upped graphics version of uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, as that's what Chad said anyway. Uh, none of the gameplay looks super interesting to me. I could see like a bunch of effects going on. It's cool. Mm-hmm chad also mentioned that there were some like characterization issues which that bugs me and it matches the whole the characters don't look like the characters so if they're not acting like the characters either it's not too far off uh games as a service always sends red flags for me Uh, um it's a generational game like where it's like a transitioning uh, generation game and like as a service game launching at the end of a cycle and into the new cycle and having to sacrifice development. Like, if it's going to play on both, it can't be, like, it's not very good as a PS5 game, let's say, or a next-gen game. And it's going to be, like, um, doing stuff that the PS4 can handle. But there's no, like, definitive better experience unless they, like, at some point as a service game cut development off of the last gen which is our current gen PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. So it's like maybe they will do that eventually and it could be like a whole Destiny to Destiny 2 thing but they don't make a sequel game but uh, I don't have that much confidence in it. anyway. That's uh, my personal opinion without playing the game, so take that with a grain of salt. I could be totally wrong, and, you know, honestly, I hope I am because yeah. I, I want that game to succeed. I don't want anything to fail. like just Cause, cause. like,
1: all I've seen was the Abomination boss fight, mm. uh, and, I mean, it looked pretty. Like, it looked very cinematic, like, uh, you know, your AAA... A superhero game would logically be but nothing about the gameplay I mean much like Chad's experience at least from a visual like perspective really stood out to me like it just kind of looked like it played like uh I'm just gonna bash on this like damaged sponge boss yeah until yeah. the cutscene plays mhm yeah, yeah
0: that's super uninteresting to me
1: <laughs> yeah I don't know maybe maybe there might be some more stuff because apparently um, you know like I I think it seems like the characters play very differently like Thor and Miss Marvel have their own kind of that I I like
0: that I'm I like I'm happy about but it's also to me that as like a service game or like a free to play game doesn't make it any different from like a MOBA like, where there are different, like, characters, and maybe they have, like, classes, so they all play in, like, specific roles. But, honestly, that's just how it... Like, when I heard that, I was like, I'm glad that the characters who are different play differently. That's not, like, rocket science to me.
1: I'll uh, say this much, so. though. I'm not a fan of the fucking Verizon costumes.
0: Yeah, that's... <laughs> that Like, they have exclusive costumes. Yeah, if you... You could get, um... You could get access to the beta by being a Verizon customer or something, and then additionally you got oh, a skin, wow. um, oh, wow. a Verizon skin, yeah, and it was just basically the, just a red skin. This you can is the be first Captain time Verizon. I've ever heard of this. Hang you on. can be Captain
1: <laughs> Verizon if you really want I can wanna. finally or, represent
3: my favorite internet service provider,
1: or you Verizon. Can, or Please you don't be, cut
2: my internet off right now.
1: You can be a Verizon Iron Man if you like. Can,
2: I keep trying uh, to type it in, but it just keeps giving me, like, the autocorrect for vision.
1: <laughs> I I honestly yeah,
2: wish uh,
0: Verizon covered my area, for because I would want them and Fios to, like, I want that gigabit connection. <laughs> uh, sad, sadly, they don't service my area as of yet, but, you know, building infrastructure is way more expensive than, uh, you know, just billing people, so...
2: Okay. Oh well, uh, they all look what? Russian. Is the <laughs> ah! yeah?
0: They're they're the um. There uh, it was supposed to be a tie-in with uh with Black Widow, didn't you? know? I'm just kidding. I don't, it's not real. But yes, yeah, so I I got that impression as well. They all look less like the Russian counterpart characters to the Avengers, which, funnily enough, is just like actually uh, like comics accurate, I guess. But I mean. It's just a skin. It's the same way that Kingdom Hearts three got the Amazon Keyblade, which was actually the there's an keyblade Amazon from Japan.
1: Keyblade.
0: If you if you pre-ordered Kingdom Hearts three on Amazon, you got a a code for uh, a a Keyblade that was the quote unquote Amazon Keyblade. It was their exclusive Keyblade. Didn't I do, don't. It, it was just like, like a Kingdom that. Key ripoff at the end of the day.
2: Yeah. Um, they, they basically they were. Where is it? It was for the Xbox. It was for Amazon. It was for Seven Eleven. It was for PlayStation. Like if you had pre-orders, it was all the same Keyblade, wasn't it?
0: No, no. The Xbox and the PlayStation one looked like the um, like Mickey's Keyblade. Um, yeah. From Kingdom Hearts Two, you remember? Not like his yeah, yeah. His golden Keyblade, but his like Star one. Yeah. They looked like that, but redder. Uh, red or blue for sony and um green for xbox and they're like their pendants i think were different as well um or maybe it was something else on them and then the amazon one for the west amazon got their kingdom hearts uh, their kingdom Key-looking key looking keyblade but in japan it was actually a Seven Eleven keyblade and they didn't do anything different with it when they when amazon got it for america it's like cool i'm glad we have this second hand keyblade yeah i don't know it's kind of weird uh and again both companies uh, both times both games it's square enix going in and we all know i'm a square enix apologist but yes that's a are. it's a little bit much for me Tim, mm. like i was surprised when square was doing an avengers game and this is not what i wanted but i mean hey this uh it's whatever like we are we are consumers we're not uh, we're not the creators of these games we have no decision-making we can either play them or not play them uh, hopefully the game's good and there's something in it for me and I eventually buy it I want that reality to happen as of right now nope. I don't feel that way uh, let's move on to the next thing Gamescom uh, is next week starting august 27th you can most Mm -hmm. likely find out uh or see gameplay live gameplay of um call of duty black ops cold war which was like leaked and then shadow announced and Mm -hmm. now it's just gonna be like out there i think they're officially announcing it on the 26th um and like oh boy they really uh they're really cashing in that black ops um name yeah but, like, i can't wait
3: to relive all my favorite battles from the cold war
0: yes the cold <laughs> war battles like all that's those great hilarious to me cold
3: war battles
0: uh that's so weird i don't even know what i mean
3: is. i assume it'll be like espionage insurrection blah blah blah
0: the splinter cell game we we want ubisoft uh ubisoft to make but they refuse <clears> to <laughs> or at least the the one they refuse to greenlight in development to a like a release stage. Sam Fisher is oh, well. tied up
3: being in siege.
0: He's in his anime, he's in the siege, he's in a uh he's in a, a mobile game, you know, everywhere we want Sam Fisher to be. Yeah, that's about it for Cold War. It's another Call of Duty. What does that mean for their Battlegrounds game like Oh well. Who cares? I'm not a Call of Duty guy so it has no effect on me or it's just another one of those uh prince of persia remake leak happened anyone hear about that before uh, i put the topics list up
2: no 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 i i heard um a while back that they thought there was one like towards uh it wasn't e3 was it um
0: yeah it was before that we definitely talked about it on the podcast before yeah when we we talked about that like the um the um the not necessarily the leak that corresponds to this but like that gameplay demo leak Mm -hmm. um that they had a while back yeah no one's sure what this actually is but just like some retailer like spoiled it and we have more of that in the next story but um yeah jason schreier formerly of kotaku he basically was like retailers sure know how to um how to leak out stuff for ubisoft um and it's it's like okay i get it ubi uh like wants to cash in i'm surprised that they would pay for the license we don't know uh, if this is going to be like a remake or whatever of the first original game from way back in the day people want it to be a sands of time trilogy obviously i think a lot of people want that did they already
3: remake the first game
0: I guess so, yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure it
3: was an Xbox arcade game.
0: Yeah, I, I guess. it might. Have, I don't know if that was a remake or just a re-release. I really don't know.
3: But I think it had updated graphics. Like I'm pretty sure it was 3D from what so I like remember.
0: A, yeah, interesting. Well, yeah, no one knows what this is because obviously it was a leak and it was just like a listing. But we'll find out. Maybe at the next Ubi event, which is happening soon, they will talk about it. There is also to update more on Ubisoft. There was uh, the tenth anniversary of Scott Scott Pilgrim versus the World. The movie um, happened, and Brian Lee O'Malley, the creator of Scott Pilgrim, uh, the comic, and he collaborated pretty heavily on the movie as well. He um, he tweeted out on the day, basically like the video game has been delisted for years and years and years now, and. No one at Ubisoft has ever reached out to me, and then like later that day, he said like he tweeted out something along the lines of like, "P.S. Ubisoft, someone at Ubisoft contacted me." There's been no mm. updates since then, but man, do I want that game to come out for Switch. And <laughs> if they do like a limited run, um, like physical copy of that game, I will definitely be buying that because I. Want access to that game to be able to play it. Like, yeah, th- to like, try it on that's like, the kind Steam of like the digital um, conundrum. It's like, what if they just don't let me have this anymore? Like, PT, if you downloaded it, if you deleted it at any point, you can no <laughs> longer play it. or That download is it why
1: I still so. have PT on, installed on my PS4 to this day. Yeah. I, I
2: used to have uh, Scott Pilgrim on my ps Three and I was like like when it got delisted from the store I was like okay cool at least I have it on my PS3 my PS3 explodes like the next day so no. Dang.
1: oh my god yeah I had it on
0: my 360 and I really I don't even know like where that hard drive is if i still have that hard drive if i wiped it or not so but you like, can't redownload it it's just gone and even if it's, it's like just, in your just previous downloads just, you can't want do anything
1: people to have this fucking game i guess yeah
0: I, I want it and like there's enough of a fan base that wants it and it's like come on dude like even if you just release it digitally if you partner with a company or allow partnership of a company like um limited run to make copies of it people will buy them they will only make the amount of like pre-ordered copies like that's just a win-win for you and i get like they don't want to remaster it or figure out how to port it but come on we shouldn't have to emulate this game to make it like in the wild kind of deal it's it's tough yeah but uh more along the lines of leaks I posted earlier this week uh, Zelda Skyward uh, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword um, Remaster for the Switch was put up on Amazon UK as like a as like a just a listing, which got like everyone in the Zelda community like on fire, just like Mm-mm. oh man. And then um, friend of the show Callie was like, I'm surprised uh, that they would. Uh, like do something i think she said something along the lines of like i'm surprised skyward sword uh it would be Skyward sword it i don't feel like that came out too long ago and then uh, i was like yeah i i i believe the situation happened with uh i said well that game like came out a decade ago so it's like the 10th anniversary and um <laughs> feels bad. and cali was just like oh we're so old and i was like yeah because uh oh, that game came out around She's, she literally said the game came around that uh, came out around the 25th anniversary because that came with the concert disc. I'm like, yeah, it's been 10 years since then. It's the <laughs> 35th anniversary of Zelda next year. And she's like, what? Oh, that, fuck. The, yeah, so it's oh, super funny. No. Um, yeah, so we might get that as our Zelda game this fall, which I'd be like, really hyped if they um, made that game work on the Nintendo Switch without motion controls. Um, because I couldn't play it as a lefty, it just didn't work out for me very well. Um, trying to play on the the Wii, and I kind of just gave up. And I really don't know. Like, just make like I think it's designed in a way that you could you could work you could work it in. Like, I'm obviously not a game designer. I know it's more than just pushing a button. I feel like it would take an endeavor of work for sure. But it could be done I think it could be done anyway yeah if they have that out for the fall if they just been like coy about it and like in the next couple of weeks they're going to talk about all the stuff they have like the Mario collection that we're definitely going to get haha and uh Skyward Sword coming in this fall this would be our our Zelda for this year which I get it the global pandemic really tough to develop and really tough to do almost anything in yet. uh, They're still pumping stuff out. We're trying to. But yeah. And then next year, uh, Breath of the Wild 2, which and that makes sense, that you'd cap the year off with Breath of the Wild 2 for Zelda's uh, 35. Sounds awesome. Um, And along those lines, apparently there was a Breath of the Wild 2 collector's edition leak that will run, uh, apparently, for $100 uh, with US dollar, just around there. Uh, yeah, no, that sounds like like it's pretty convincing. Much for worse. A <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, cool. I guess. I mean, it doesn't indicate like it's coming out this year, which is definitely mm-hmm. not coming out this year. Yeah. No. But it's like cool that there will be a collector edition, maybe like as just a placeholder. So that's about it. I don't know who else here is like a huge Zelda fan. I used to be like a Breath of the Wild hater because <laughs> because because at the time I was a huge Dark Souls hater and why uh, you hate
1: Dark Souls?
0: because I couldn't get around the whole uh... I, my brain was not able to be like this game... I, I my brain was like this game is not for you therefore it should not exist which I have evolved my thinking to be that game is not for you but that's okay and it should exist for people who play differently from you like Mm -hmm. it it, i mean it might not be uh like groundbreaking for anyone else but it is sometimes we irrationally hate things and we don't know why and then we figure it out and it's like oh this small thing opened up my entire worldview and now i don't have to like seethe at like the pot like and i i also don't like the culture of like oh you can't play dark souls you must suck at video games like it doesn't matter if you're good or not at video games it's more of like you're all playing and dark i don't souls think
3: anyone cool. who's actually played dark souls would ever say that to anybody else because
1: no. <laughs> dark souls is a game it, that you have to put in time to like
3: yeah learn. some people can beat it faster if you're not quote-unquote good at video games you could still beat it it doesn't matter
1: yeah it's just a matter of like how much are you willing to devote to learning the game to than it is just being like scaled or rather like being super fucking talented mm-hmm. like compared to your average person
0: yeah and i think that like that's why i i personally don't want to invest that much effort into like a game i don't want to have to like um i mean
1: it's like it, it's it's indicative of like how like we can look at how we both play kingdom hearts very differently because, like, we're both oh, for sure. Kingdom Hearts fans, but you and the way we play it and the things we look for are pretty fucking different. Yes. Yeah. As, as far as, like, how we play and what we play for.
0: Straight up. Yeah. I agree. But yeah, that's basically it. Basically, to round it back, people mm-hmm. said Breath of the Wild was the Dark Souls of Zelda. <laughs> and my only. My only previous experience was trying to play, Ocar- like with 3D Zelda games, was trying to play Ocarina on the 3DS and getting really put off by the 3D and the gyroscope function for when you aim. Didn't want to do it. Also, it was like an N64 game, like on a, in like a, the modern era at the time. It was designed, it might have been updated oh. graphics, but it was like designed in a, an an old kind of obtuse way. So it was like kind of hard to get into. Um... Other than that, the only 3D Zelda game I had tried was Skyward Sword, which is a very different type of Zelda game when like, how you control it, so that turned me off. And Breath of the Wild looked really cool, but being described as the Dark Souls of anything at the time put me off in every way. And so I kind of only stuck to, like, A Link Between Worlds, which is probably my favorite, um, uh, like, traditional Zelda game. And then I eventually played Breath of the Wild and I was like, wow, this is one of the best video games I've ever played, just hands (laughs) down. And, like, I went, I came back full circle of, like, maybe, maybe you should play the thing before you make your opinion about it from other people's opinions about a game they didn't play. (laughs) Mm. So, yeah, uh, definitely, I'm definitely hyped for Breath of the Wild too. I hope, I mean, initial, like, talks and rumors about it are like it's going to be the Majora's Mask to Ocarina. Mm. That's kind of like the vibe. So it would be like a smaller experience is what they are saying or darker in tone. Which, again, cool, but I I want to play the game either way or I can see what I feel about it uh, at the end of the day. Hopefully uh, this time next year we will be doing such things.
2: Um, I I think I have... uh... I think I have the worst entry bit of uh, Zelda I could have chosen for, and that's uh, Twilight Princess.
1: Why do you say that?
2: Because the Wii made everything difficult for me to get started with.
4: Yeah.
3: I mean, that's fair. But also Twilight Princess is very good. I just played it on I I
2: love the style of it. I was very intrigued by the story. By the time I got to the water level, I was like, I can't do this with uh, (laughs) the Like with the controls and like I, I kept getting lost. I'm sure I, I should go back to it. Is is it ported to the Switch?
0: It's not. It's only mm-hmm. uh it's on Wii U and i really. sure you could that's find, like, like another an emulator, thing. Like rather, for the thirty fifth year of of Zelda, I want them to make a Wind Waker remaster collection with Twilight Princess because i right. I like when those two came out on the Wii U I was like, uh man... I would love to be able to play those with a control. Like, you could play Wind Waker with a controller. Twilight Princess came out on the GameCube and the Wii. The one that you would want, really, to buy, the one that they the, uh, they put out in front of you was the Wii version, yeah. but it was really a GameCube game yeah. that
3: got mm. Wii ported. I mean, you could even if you had it on the Wii, you could play with a controller. Really? I did it. Yeah. Didn't know.
0: I had no idea. Uh, yes, I'm pretty
3: sure I remember playing it with the controller. I definitely didn't play it with motion controls. Plus,
1: I'm pretty sure you it. got emulators of it running around. Yeah,
0: I, I, but I like to play on traditional hardware. So, okay. like, when they announced those, like, remasters, I was like, man, if only they came to a console I wanted to buy, which the mm-hmm. Wii U, famously, is not a console that was widely adopted by people. So... I've been waiting for them to just port them over, like every other Wii U exclusive. Yeah, if they
3: had like every Zelda game on one console, that like you could just play it on that one console without motion controls. Like, please, God, let me have that. As soon as buy a Wii
0: tomorrow. As as soon as uh, yeah, I would literally, I would literally, I'd buy a Switch tomorrow as fast as I could. You know, but yeah. Uh, hopefully in the 30, they, they do that. Hopefully the Mario collection that has been talked about for months and months and months by more than just us gets announced relatively soon with a release date of relatively soon. Hopefully Skyward Sword remaster gets announced and it releases relatively soon or early next year. Like this stuff is, we want to buy the game. Let us buy. Um, yeah. So that's about it for that. Um, epic Games. Have you guys heard of Epic Games?
1: No. Tell me about Epic Games. Do they okay, do
2: well, Epic have... Games or?
0: Yes, they do games that are epic. Like Oh, cool, Fortnite.
2: cool, cool.
0: Um, have you guys heard of um, What's a apple? Fortnite? Have Have you heard of Apple?
1: I eat apples.
2: I mean, like
0: your Your phone is. That I
1: like an a apple? pot. Uh, yeah.
2: I, I, how can a phone be an apple? Come on. Right. That's
1: Stupid.
0: End of bit. So the I don't know if you, you, Anthony and Rob, I don't know if you've heard about um, Apple and uh, Google and Epic Games removing uh, Fortnite from their stores. <gasps> Did you hear anything about that?
2: I, I heard. Bits uh, I think of I heard something about
1: that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so quick recap for those who's who haven't heard anything about it. Epic Games put in a alternate way to pay for in-game currency for Fortnite um, right. and it was basically like pay the normal way for $10 or pay Epic directly for like for $7 or, or $8 something like that it was like mm-hmm. it basically just took out Apple or Google's cut like completely yeah. and it was in the like, it was something that they just put in the game in an update they didn't discuss it and shortly after it came to the attention of Uh, the powers that be Uh, Apple and then shortly after Google removed it from their stores and you could not purchase or play in some cases your game Mm -hmm. and uh, basically Epic did this like on purpose and they expected Apple to remove the the thing and they released this like this video that parodies um, this thing that Apple put out The
3: old Apple ad where there's a bunch of people sitting in front of a TV.
0: Yeah. Came out in the 80s. And it was their, like, don't let 2020 become 1984 with, like, this big evil corporation Apple. And, like, don't let it ruin Fortnite, like, or, like, the video games in general or something. And uh, so, yes, this poor pathetic billion dollar company is getting uh bullied by this other billion dollar company oh man but they're
3: getting bullied after they knowingly and willingly violated their terms of service that they agreed to with both google and apple
0: for real but it like the argument is that epic has been making for a while like it's kind of like their their strategy and like why they quote unquote undercut steam it's the 30 percent that They take like that companies take as a cut for being on their platform from like developers in general. Epic, the Epic's game store, only takes like 12%, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. So, this 30% that Apple gets off the top of all revenue, this thing like it's just an industry standard. It's not just Apple, Apple has a majority and a monopoly on like the way you can interact with their device and the the storefront that goes on their devices that is like what um, what's been discussed for years and years and years and basically Epic's eventually like now they're trying to challenge that I think that it does not benefit Apple um, to bring this to court to like to set a precedent like they could lose and it would set a precedent that like now they have to add multiple storefronts on their platform that's mm-hmm. like really the extreme of what could happen here I think that the most likely thing is Epic will try Epic wants to be cut a special deal they think that they have an, they make enough money that they can they can work out an individual deal, doesn't matter about anyone else but if they get like maybe a 15% instead of a 30% that'll be good enough for them kind of deal like okay like that makes sense it's not really consumer friendly it doesn't justify that video you had like pre-made before you (laughs) went at these companies but uh that's pretty much what i guess they're going for but the real thing is it escalated this week with apple is cutting off support for all unreal engine Mm -hmm. um like access. So if you yeah. are an indie developer, let's say, and you made your game in Unreal and you put it on the you have no affiliation with Epic at all, other than that you use the Unreal engine and you put your game on the uh, on, on the App Store or whatever, Apple is cutting you off from developer tools. Just flat out. Like that's what they basically have come out and said, We're cutting all Unreal support off. <laughs> and it's kind of like Apple's trying to put pressure on Epic to like relent because it's like oh yeah we're not gonna only hurt you we're gonna hurt everyone that uses your your tech yeah it's like imagine if uh, a company suppressed all of our abilities with everyone everyone that has an iPhone out there to like have access to information or tools on our on our like personal devices that's mind-boggling that's like so creepy yeah no it's messed up that apple is i think it's messed up that apple is escalating in a way that's hurting more than just epic like i can get like unreal as in like only in a way for epic and epic games their personal properties in unreal just like cut off those creators, not the indie developers that use Unreal Engine on your platform, like that's like terrifying and gross and if they, literally it goes back into the whole, they have a monopoly on their app store, like if they do that and it potentially kills all those indie developers because they can't get revenue or update their games anymore, then uh, like that means they have a power vacuum of like of the this mobile space because only they have access It's not like there's another storefront on that on the iPhone that you can go to to get their games or support those games that are right. out like that's what we're talking about and that's why i think it does not do apple any good to drag this into court where epic is definitely going to bring them or try to bring them if like it's just bad for everyone literally everyone so
3: yeah i mean it doesn't do them any good to try to go to court but i don't think they necessarily lose anything if they don't and then also just remove all epic stuff and unreal stuff and i think that's kind of the thing that epic doesn't understand is that they don't care as much as they thought they should
0: it's bad for the like apple as a like pu- like publicity like it's such a like a bad yeah but i mean like
3: what do they stand to lose from the standard consumer who like doesn't even know what video games are that's true
0: uh, that yeah or doesn't get the and that's whole, the majority like, of their a, market a problem for sure i definitely think that it would be a drop in the bucket but maybe for informed people it might lead to a, a like a sea change like i know that personally i have no incentive to stay in the like Apple ecosystem. Once my like, like phone contract or whatever is like paid up, and I most likely will try and like escape said ecosystem afterward, because it's a uh, it's locked. There's not much you can do with an iPhone, anymore. The like the more availability, the cheaper prices, the similar tech, that is offered elsewhere, is very appealing, and I. I mean, it's like, cool that these these messages to my friends who have iPhones are blue and apparently free. But we all use Discord anyway, so it's not like I have to pay for texting either. So, yeah, it's just it's just weird. Uh, we're definitely going to unprecedented territories. But, yeah, that's about the, the update for that. Google pretty much, like, doesn't matter in this kind of Google just took it off their store, but literally, Epic did not even address uh, Google in the whole scenario. It's always been about Apple the whole time. So, Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah. And then we'll move on to more big corporate things that are terrifying. And uh, It's just another update from last week. We talked about the DC layoffs, Mm -hmm. and I think we were super non-specific, which, uh, to add a little bit more Um, it's still sad. It's still like not something you want. But the the whole of AT&T and the Warner acquisition like they apparently it was like 800 people 800 total personnel that were laid off not just from DC. From those affected at DC it was like quote unquote middle management. Mm. Not the people that create the stuff. Not the people who are in charge of creating the stuff it's kind of like that in between uh area of like people who are in charge of x thing that are in charge of x thing in this department and do this thing and that's still sad people lost their jobs um yeah. but it wasn't like your favorite book at dc comics will now be uh, canceled because this creator was laid off it's more of like Oh yeah, the editor uh, the, the editor of, of this is now uh, is now laid off and yeah. the editor that works on those two books now works on these five books kind of deal. So it's a, a consolidation and shrinking process which from a corporate standpoint, yeah, it makes sense. They want to uh, eliminate waste and spending, but those are people's lives and their jobs. So hopefully they land on their feet. That's all we can ask. Yeah. And yeah.
2: And it it I read recently. Um, I, uh, there's a good podcast called uh, The Elseworlds Exchange that mm-hmm. does a whole episode in depth on that. If anyone's interested. But uh, one thing I heard was everyone's assistants were fired, which doesn't seem like a yeah. big deal. But like, Jim Lee had uh, like one of the head of DC right now basically Uh, he had this assistant with him for years um, all the way back when he did Wildstorm which was like kind of his own imprint and it kind of got wrapped into DC but Mm -hmm. he's been laid off uh, and he's been like a good friend to him and everything so out of his hands Jim Lee just lost a good friend and all that so it's it's really I don't know I, I hope everyone lands on their feet
0: yeah for real it's definitely like assistance and like that like the the way like the gears turn there are smaller gears that like help the process go faster like you can you can slow it down there's also this whole other part of the story where the people that were either like moved up or like over in positions if that makes any sense they were uh someone that was put into like a big position um she was in charge of like the kids comics desi- um like um yeah. division and now like there's this whole like rumor thread that's like oh no dc's going to stop making comics for like adults and they're no. only going to make kids comics and they're not going to publish comics for me anymore and it's only going to be these like anthology comics and it's like yeah obviously not like you think you think they Uh, make the movies based off of just, like, people making up ideas on the spot? No. They have these long-running story arcs, and then the pool of which they search for new stuff is in the current to future story arcs that they're writing. Yeah. Like, what was the DC Universe movies? You might not like them, but that was literally out of the New 52 like, comic thing, which is like a five-year span of comics generated in that kind Of ideology, yeah. So it's uh, don't even worry about DC just going straight to only like kids' books. Uh, you, you don't have to worry about your, your, as a 30 something person who reads comics, which is the majority of like people who read comics, which I don't fall into that category as of yet. But damn, they're not uh, they're, they're not gonna go like and change up overnight. Don't worry about it if you see it like happening over a year or two because that's when the real timetable of when these changes would go into effect then maybe you have a reason to be concerned but as of right now i wouldn't worry about it it's just a sad thing hopefully good things come out of it hopefully better books in general come out of it better content i guess from all all of their uh cylinders if that makes any sense
2: yeah I honestly like the way things are going like I think there's been a couple of things that like I think have not been going as well with their books recently but I feel like for the most part they've been doing well as like with their content I think just Mm -hmm. uh a few things need to be kind of changed direct like the direction they were going was basically the route that uh it was going to be, whatchamacallit, uh, when their, uh, former head, uh, Dan was around, it, was, well, head editor, I believe, but it was, um, going to be basically doing all new, all different Marvel, which, uh, Oh, Generations, yeah. It uh, was going to be called 5G, which, what, yeah. it, which is hilarious yeah. because they're owned by AT&T, um, oh, yeah. uh, but what do you call it, um. Yeah, so it was basically going to be—it was going to cut to the future, and we were just going to see the next generation of everything. And so, like Clark Kent's no longer Superman, Bruce Wayne's no longer Batman, and that was going to be the new status quo, which would have been. We in-
0: already know what the next generation would be. It's called Batman Beyond. Yeah, Beyond,
2: <laughs> and if you got anything different, you would have been upset. And it, appa- for real? Yeah, and apparently it was going to be completely different. So
0: maybe they'll stop like messing nightwing up now that dan didio is gone haha
2: ha. uh you know what I... that's,
0: that's been the big joke around that he hates yeah. nightwing and he keeps changing him or killing him or doing something to him
2: yeah and he's he's kind of made jokes about it himself like sometimes it was like i think when they revealed uh dc rebirth when they brought back mm-hmm. cemented things like they brought back nightwing from being a secret agent um, and like on stage, like Dan Didio, like kind of played in the joke. He's like, Why didn't anyone tell me about this? Or like, <laughs> like... so I, I wonder how much of it is true, but like, I feel like there's definitely enough factors yeah. that you're like, Okay, he probably really doesn't enjoy the character, but yeah, so uh... oh,
0: I get it. Well, uh, well more things we don't enjoy i don't know there's a lot of negativity in the news cycle i think that's what uh, what drives but you know this one got me actually kind of like stressed out uh there's been like real real serious talk you know how we were maybe it was me but we all talked about how like we comfortably thought the playstation 5 and the xbox series x would be around like 500 bucks like I don't think I was super worried about that not being the number. I was like, I'm okay with 500 bucks. Like four is really where I want it. I know that that's not going to happen, but being more than that, being $600 or more, I don't, I can't stomach that. <laughs> For whatever reason, that yeah. extra hundred bucks is too much. Like I don't want to, I don't want to pay it. You can and buy I, two switches with that. Yeah, literally, you could buy two switches and. Yeah even if um, ridiculous. even if the digital only console is a hundred bucks cheaper it's five hundred bucks i don't want to pay five hundred dollars for the digital only console yeah that i want that describe i want to have physical games again as we stated earlier if a case like scott pilgrim uh, versus the world the game if that if a game you purchase gets delisted or no longer supported it's gone forever so I don't want a digital console for 500 bucks. That's a deal breaker for me. And then I get that 400 dollars is the bare minimum that they could charge, and they'd be taking a significant loss on that console if that if if the consoles were 500 bucks, the normal versions anyway. Um, and then the Series S, which Microsoft still hasn't talked about, um, rumors are 300 for that. Not, that's fine. That's a fine price for the Series S not a problem for me personally uh that's the same as uh, same amount of, mo- of money as a switch and it's still more powerful than all the consoles out right now um but 600 bucks for the new consoles when microsoft was supposed to be like yeah we have a, the most powerful console on the market for cheaper than whatever sony has and like uh is it really gonna be six hundred bucks, guys? Because that's like the word on the street is the these consoles will are more expensive to make than than they previously thought. They know that the economy for the normal person is not there to afford a, a six hundred dollars console, and uh, it's only gonna get worse, basically, for <laughs> normal people. And uh, oh boy, bes- besides Spider Man, like for real, for real. Besides Spider Man sony doesn't have much for their launch lineup for ps5 there's no justification other than if you're huge into spider-man to spend 600 bucks on that thing even with free updates for games that you already have you don't need it like you straight up just don't need it day one Mm. series x even has a worse problem of no halo infinite which would be everywhere else anyway but like it's not going to look the best on series x because it's not coming out at all Series X has old games for for like the launch, and I would I could justify three hundred bucks to to pay for a, a Series S, get that, and play the old backlog of games that I missed on Xbox One that I missed from three sixty, and have them all on Games Pass. That's a great deal. Totally would buy it day one, but uh, I want the like but if it's only a two hundred dollar difference, I could do that if it's a second console worth of money difference mm-hmm. not, I'm not gonna even consider it an upgrade to the no. series X yeah. that just that makes it that much that hundred bucks to like most people is like well, that's not that big of a deal but it the nitty gritty becomes a huge deal and I don't know I think that this is going to be really tough if the if the companies don't come out very soon and say how much the the price is like we're getting so close to when the quote-unquote release will be this year this fall this holiday um pretty stressed out about it like it's like so inconsequential at the end of the day i most likely won't be getting a launch console but yeah the amount of like bad that happened to PS3 when it like came out. as, like you're, you you want to get a second job for this for mm-hmm. the six hundred dollars that that was at yeah. the time. That's just like a stain on like video game like industry history. Like you just <laughs> you remember that because it was so bad. Yeah. And 599 now, price tag. now we're like we're launching, uh, and then like Microsoft's five hundred dollar price tag with the always on connect, always online DRM. Ew like no use games all that stuff when they announced that at E3 in 2013 that was like super bad news but i think we've evolved to be like $500 for like $500 versus $400 huge difference $500 with no always on connect and $500 for like just for a console on a console not like $500 because it's an arbitrary $100 for the connect like that's that difference that's like we're we're getting the same thing, even if by numbers the Xbox Series X is more powerful and visually the games will just look better and have better frames or whatever. The PlayStation Five has the better storage um, thing. Basically, the hard drive is such a big deal and the cooling is such a big deal in the PlayStation Five that. It really will be weird to see how the development like goes, but just at a price point, no way I'm not <laughs> gonna do it. I can't even think about the six hundred bucks um, I mean in, like on a normal thing, but that no way
2: yeah, I think the big thing is like we need they need to release sack boy adventures to carry um, right. to yeah. carry <laughs> the launch like i think that's the thing that's going to bring people in so like you know i think just uh they need to speed up with that like make sure it's at launch
0: yeah, the only thing that uh boy um adventures should be launched into is the sun thank you
2: and yeah ride. because no, it's I'm going kidding. to be <laughs> a star okay you got it i'm glad that we talked that over man
0: Okay, so He's a PlayStation
2: All-Star. <laughs> Battle Royale. I, you know
1: what? Well, you know what? Speaking of sacks, it just reminds me that that game... Oh, wait a minute. ...sucks Sax. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. There go.
0: Anyway, uh, so do you guys feel the same way I do, or am I just, like, irrationally uh, terrified I, of $100? I'm,
2: t- I'm a bit worried about it. I have a feeling if it... I feel like I want to... I really hope it's a lower price than I'm expecting it to be. I would like to pick it up at launch, but I feel like in all reality I'm going to have to wait a little while and just finally play God of War on the PlayStation 4. Huh. Yeah, I mean, would it run there so would much be better.
3: no purpose in, like, quote-unquote, upgrading to a PS5 if it's that expensive instead yeah. of just, like, waiting. Because, <laughs> like, yep. I'd like, yeah.
1: only be playing...
2: Maybe one or two games at that
0: point. Yeah. Hm. Like even even playing your old games, like if let's say Anthony, you bought a PS five at launch and it, it came with like a day one patch for Final Fantasy Seven remake, which you haven't played yet, but not. not to call anyone out. But uh, <laughs>
1: No, never. You would never Basically
0: call if they, like they released out. like a PS five update patch that made the game look and play better than ever before, like wouldn't that like that would be an incentive? for you to play like on a ps5 but also you don't have to go spend five to six hundred dollars to buy a new console when you could just play it on your old console like if you're like man you have to buy this new thing to play those old things they would look better no i am not doing that like mm-hmm. thanks xbox that's your whole platform right now uh, yeah
3: it's like the uh upgrade performance is there and that's cool but at this point it's not like such a large leap that it gives me any reason to want to play something again with quote-unquote updated graphics it's like i've already played that thing i'm yeah. fine with still playing that thing the way that it is like this isn't really game changing until later on in these uh next-gen systems like lifeline right like we're not going to see a noticeable difference off the bat really like most people aren't even going to pay attention to that yeah to be honest
0: i mean because everything's cross-gen for the most part so Mm -hmm. it's not going to be like revolutionary we won't see those games until like 2021 to uh like late 2021 to like 2022 and beyond and okay like
3: we will be able to pull up the comparisons in the future of like games that released then versus games that have released now uh, and like see the difference but like off yeah. the
0: bat no. for real uh, the wind it up fandom which there's a full detailed list on Polygon of the events happens on August 22nd 2020 it's a um, it's a Saturday for those who are wondering uh, goes all day there's a bunch of stuff they'll probably talk about the new Batman game that uh, Mo- uh, Warner Brothers Montreal is working on Um, and that's about that. I don't really want to go too detailed into the list. Yeah. We'll find out what the information is and talk about it next week. Totally. Um, yeah. It's Uh, free
2: to, it's free to access, uh, Fandome, right?
0: I believe so. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, all right. So moving on to, uh, Ghost of Tsushima free multiplayer update. Uh, that comes out, that was like just announced earlier this week that was super mm. cool it uh it's like while playing ghosts i like realized that there was like vague mythology but more of like it, it just like what the game was you being a samurai and all like the supernatural stuff other than like foxes just like really and like birds really liking you a lot and showing you stuff other than that it was there was no supernatural elements at least where i am in the story there has been no overtly supernatural stuff the free multiplayer update which includes co-op um up to four people and other stuff i guess how oh, it's four. Uh, yeah i believe it's four it's up to four people that's crazy yeah and you can like roam the world and do specific challenges and stuff but it leans into the like mythology of it all and that's super cool, super appealing, and when they show it all, like the different, like I, I believe there's like new extra outfits and customizations that you can have for your character. Mm-hmm. That's rad, like cool. One, it's free. Two, you get all that stuff um, that you get, you get to do with your friends. I might uh, re up for PlayStation Plus for that, and you know it's a smart idea to do it right now. Because if I like, re-upped for a year PlayStation Plus and I happened to get a PlayStation at launch, which we just talked extensively about how I won't do that, <laughs> but if I were to, I would have PlayStation Plus going into the new console. That's a big deal to me. So, Yeah, no, it looks cool. Uh, I believe I'm the only one with the game other than Chad, but I don't know if Chad has played it at all. But I would definitely run around um, like as a samurai with all you guys. If you want to get it, you got someone to play with, that's
3: for sure. <laughs> I might. I mean, I don't know how much money I'll have to save up in the event that uh, I do get a console launch, which is holding me back from doing a lot of other stuff. Yeah. feels really bad. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'll pick it up, but that was like literally the exact type of game where I was like, yeah, I can hold off. This game doesn't have multiplayer, single player. I can yeah, just wait until I want to play it.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's, um... There's a big rumor going around that Last of Us is going to have a similar multiplayer update that mm. they're going to they're going to drop for um that for free as well and it will be like both of those games will have a update for the next gen console for PS5 basically a PS5 update. So I mean the
3: first game had online.
0: Yeah, and it was
2: surprisingly so what, good. Yeah.
0: So, I mean it was rumored and like apparently um, like not to spoil anything from The Last of Us or talk too extensively about any of the leaks that came back months and months ago. A part of those leaks were apparently a um, a multiplayer mode which never came, like came to fruition in the main game so like the possibility of a multiplayer mode being released for free now-ish or by the end of the year is not super unlikely from that so it'd be cool. I mean, again, the um, that's like kind of the way. If you're gonna make a game as a service, I'd rather there be like that, like the the game, and then here's the more of the game part. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, uh, we talked about the new Batman game, which might have something to do with the Court of Owls, but maybe we'll find out more on Saturday. And the last big thing to talk about is Olivia Wilde um, was tapped to direct a Sony Marvel movie, a female-led Sony Marvel movie, which uh, apparently Deadline broke that story. Deadline says, or speculates, for that matter, that it would be a Spider-Woman movie, and Mm Spider-Woman being Jessica Drew, and not Spider-Gwen, which makes complete sense yeah how do you guys feel about a spider woman movie or at least like a like a sony spider-man movie like there's two ways to think about it i guess as in venom verse or cinematic like marvel cinematic universe
1: completely neutral mm-hmm. i <laughs> um, mean has olivia wilde directed anything
2: yes like prior? yeah he directed a i i think it was academy award nominated uh really I had was no idea. Uh, called Booksmart. It came out uh, yeah. last year. It's a really She's good movie. a really movie. good director. I think wow. you would actually really like she it, Anthony. She it's...
3: directs music videos as well, I believe.
1: Yeah. I, I, this is all news to me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I haven't really heard from Olivia Wilde like, doing anything since... Um... This is this is really a, a wild one, but like since House, yeah, I know. No, not remember? House. <laughs> no, when she was like a character in this Justin Timberlake movie in Time, where she oh, I remember his that. mom. Yeah, that was the last thing I remember seeing Olivia Wilde
0: in. I can do you one better, Anthony. What? She's been
3: busy directing. Yeah.
1: The last, the
0: last thing I. Uh, remember seeing Olivia Wilde in that was new to me? Was uh, Tron Uprising. Oh, shit. <laughs> she was <in> that. Yeah. <laughs> she shows up as this animated character in this. Uh, she.
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot that she's also in Kingdom Hearts. Fuck. Oh, oh yeah. She face. is. It, oh, did she, she reprise her role?
0: No, definitely no, not. But no, but they used her likeness. Wait <laughs> a second. No, I'm going to look it up. Okay. Oh, if she reprises the role...
2: I, I, I swear, no. I have the memory... She definitely
1: didn't. I have the memory of a fucking goldfish. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I mean, like, as a director, I think she's definitely got the chop. She, the movie she directed was very comedic, uh, but it, uh, I think that's kind of what you need for a comic book movie, especially, like, getting the right tone for, for it nowadays. Well, for, some I... of the,
1: for some of them, sure, but I wouldn't say it's a catch-all.
2: Well, no, I mean, like, you need to know the right grounds of when things go too far into joke territory, I think. That, I think that's okay. why John Favreau's Iron Man worked in the first place. Mm-hmm. You knew where it was not getting too ridiculous, and you knew where to draw, draw back. I think that's why Guardians of the Galaxy works. Um, I don't think every movie should be a Marvel movie in the way of the sense of, like, it needs to have a joke ever at the end of every scene. But, um... I think you do need to know because i feel like there's movies like batman versus superman where you accidentally get too up your ass to realize when things become too goofy in the wrong sense so
3: i mean i think we would probably have a better understanding if any of us had seen book smart i was going to watch it initially when it came out i know chad has seen it but it's less on the lines of A comedy like Superbad, and more something like Lady Bird, right, where it's like a dramedy. Yeah. So, which is why it was an Academy Award nominated. And did it win? No, I don't think it did. I think. Yeah. What
1: was it nominated for?
2: Uh, Uh, Let me see. Let's check. Um, But yeah, I if it is Spider Woman, I think there's there's definitely material there where Spider Woman works. Spider-Woman works Spider-Man. I think she is a Spider-Woman It was There was rumored for a while There was going to be A Spider-Woman mo- Women movie Um That was going to be Animated And it was going to be Like a spin-off of Into the Spider-Verse uh, Oh that's cool That's yeah.
1: Wait like around Spider-Gwen or Jessica It was going to be Spider-Gwen
2: oh. teaming up With other Spider-Verse Uh Women Ladies
1: Okay Yeah So That's sick
2: so- Yeah And I think I think yeah, I think it's probably going to be wrapped into Spider-Verse 2. What they were going to go do with that, but um I I'm very interested yeah, they, they um, need more
1: Spider-People.
2: Yeah. I mean, as far as things go, I'm wondering if it's if it is going to be Spider-Woman, a uh, Spider-Woman. I believe you could do something interesting with it. I'm wondering if there's a chance it's going to actually be something along the lines of Black Cat or um Silver Sable because those were movies for a long time they were trying to make. True.
1: Yeah, I they're, think they're, they're, Black they're gonna... Cat would be a better like route to take since That'd she's... be interesting. Since she's for more sure. like she has more of a like presence as far as like Spider-Man like lore goes, I yeah. think like she has more of a connection with the character than Silver Sable does.
0: But the at the same time, are we talking MCU or are we talking Venomverse? Because literally, like Spider-Man does not exist. Yeah, in, with the Venom-verse, in the Venomverse, you can mm-hmm. anything yeah. goes
1: at that point. So yeah, I
0: would, I would want them to make a Spider Woman film. And make it if they were going full into the Venom verse, no connection to MCU. I would want them to go all in and make spider woman the pivotal, um, like pillar of that universe because it gives us a focal point. Venom Definitely. being the focal point, like, even as an anti-hero, it doesn't work. Like, it just does not work as like Deadpool is not the focal point, but for the X-Men, it doesn't make any sense to me. So, mm. like, I you think- could have. What,
3: in the him. same vein of venom i think that like this could work as its own thing or like within the venomverse universe and be good but like it could just be better <laughs> if it was mm-hmm. a part of the mcu as a whole uh with yeah. spider-man included yeah like it could just be better either yeah way.
2: yeah and it, like i said before we started the podcast today like we talked about um how there was rumors that there was an early draft of far from home where maria hill wasn't in it and instead was a new recruit to shield called uh jessica drew so I, they could have had plans and then this movie was in the works for sony and they denied that so who knows what their plans are yeah. for the future of this character
0: Hopefully, they get some of that Spider Verse energy in there because, uh, oh boy. Spider Verse is such a good movie. I watched it again recently, and man, yeah, oh, that yeah. Movie is, you is know
4: so good.
1: I gotta make a friend of mine see it because she hasn't seen it yet.
0: Well, it's, I mean, it's not, like, I don't think it's, um, it might be hard to twist someone's arm to have him sit down and watch that, but, like, I feel wholeheartedly that.
1: I don't know. I think she might be into it.
0: Oh, then there. Oh, well, that's easier. Yeah. It's easier to sell. But like what I was gonna say is, sitting down and just watching it, like that movie's hook is so strong mm-hmm. that like it's hard to not fall in love with it. I mean, I
1: I got her into watching the Raimi's trilogy because she hadn't seen it before up until recently. Awesome. Perfect. So maybe like so maybe, uh, she might be down. Too. Actually, not even that. Like, not only did I make her watch the Raimi trilogy, but she also got glimpses of me playing like the PS Two Ultimate Spider-Man oh. game.
0: You have to be playing new game.
1: <laughs> oh, no, this was like weeks ago.
0: Yeah, I said play yeah. a new game only weeks ago.
1: I haven't playing a new game though. Not oh. very much, but I haven't playing one. Which is? Sonic Smackdown. Is that a, <laughs> is that a new
3: is that a real game? game
0: or is it a fake game?
1: It's an fan indie. game. It's an indie game. It's like a fan game. So it's a
0: fake game for fake gamers. You're the fake hedgehog.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a fake hedgehog. Fake the hedgehog. I'm awesome. fake the hedgehog. You got me.
0: No, I'm just joking. Uh, tell us about <laughs> this game.
1: Um, I mean, it's a it's a very standard kind of Marvel versus capcom styled 2D fighting game, but the hook is is that hey, We got the Sonic characters. Um, We
0: stole them. Literally, we stole the Sonic characters. Yeah, we
1: stole the Sonic characters. And and not even did we just stole the Sonic characters, but we also stole the fighting styles that they use. Because, like, Chaos, um, for those of you who do not know who Chaos is, he's, like, the water villain from Sonic Adventure 1. He basically fights, like, Venom. That's cool. Like he has venom fang, he has his tentacle attack, he has his grab. Um, Blaze the cat is kind of like a kuma, mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, Eggman has a lot of like he's like Tron Bond mixed with Zangief. Hmm. Um, I think Amy's a bit weird, but I, I don't I can't really compare it to too many characters. But Rouge is. Similar to Manat in some ways like she has she at least has Manat's like idol animation, I think But yeah, I mean it's a a fun stylish little fighter Um, There's a lot of fun stages. They even got like uh, kind of Sonic um, fan characters or like like elements of fan culture like uh, Influence the game's design a bit like so for those of you who are into Super Mario Brothers Z the uh, sprite animated series like newgrounds and shit like that version of mecha sonic is a playable character and can go super and has like a cooler from dragon ball z's voice clip so it is like a very authentic mario Brothers z version of mecha sonic you can play as in that game so it's nice. it was nice for me i loved it that's great yeah. can you
0: play multiplayer like if um, i had it and you had it
1: um, we'd have to play via Parsec because that's what I do with my friend, uh, we, we go on Parsec and just play together.
0: What is Parsec?
1: It's, uh, it's like an app you can use to connect to another friend's uh, mm-hmm. computer or desktop and you can play oh. video games together, like that's how I was playing uh, Dragon Ball FighterZ uh, yesterday and Street Fighter Five, and I got to try out some of the newer characters, like I got to try out Kefla and for the first time in Dragon Ball Fighters and she's fun. I haven't I haven't tried out Ultra Instinct Goku yet cuz
0: he's just Goku t- like with silver hair. How is he different?
1: On, well, he fight he fights very differently cuz he's very counter-based for one. Huh. Like he has cool. a gimmick. He has a gimmick where he can like like if you use a super on him, he can just like counter it and just slip through it. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's. I've seen him do a lot of crazy, busted things. He looks like one of the most busted characters in the game, if I'm honest. Dang. But he looks really cr- crazy, and they're adding in Master Roshi, which is blowing my mind.
0: I saw some of that footage. That was super cool.
1: Apparently, he's not going to have a super dash, though, which is kind of wild, which is like a really big mechanic of the game, so I don't know how they're going to make him viable without yeah. a super dash.
0: Huh. Well... <laughs> Well, I'm sure you'll have us. You'll update us.
1: So. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure one of my friends will drag me into playing it again.
0: <laughs> uh, so to follow up, Olivia Wilde was not the voice actress for, uh, for Dream yeah. Drop Distance. I knew team. it. God who, damn, yeah. who was but, it? But the voice actress, uh, her name is Erin uh, Cottrell, and she. To bring it full circle, full, full circle, was uh, recently in Final Fantasy VII Remake
1: as,
0: oh. as the voice of Scarlet.
2: Wow. God just damn keeps it, we're trying to get
1: away from all of fucking... our,
2: our dream women.
0: No, not at all. But anyway, <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: so uh, that's cool that uh, she seems to work on a lot of Square games. So, yeah uh and they uh, because aaron gave me grief about it i changed the honorable mention section to catch up because it's uh what, we're catching up with each other haha about what we've been doing and so i finished season one of kaon it's very cute nice uh i definitely uh feel warm and fuzzy when watching it also it's kind of stressed me out because it was like never getting to serious stuff i don't yeah, know yeah the and second then, season is way better yeah so i we started the second season and i will probably finish that um over the next few weeks but yeah no i'm really enjoying it definitely like it um and then i don't think i played very many video games but i i um i I saw this thing yesterday on netflix called high score it's like a docu-series about video games In the same vein it feels like i don't know but it probably is made by the people that made the toys that made us um Mm -hmm. it's called high score it's six episodes it covers like video games from like their creation to the arcades in the first episode then it leads to like the home console like leads to arcades to home for Atari. Then it leads back to like arcades basically. Then in the second episode it leads back to the home with Nintendo and the NES. Then it leaves the NES to um to like video games that are that mean a, a little bit more to people, which is the RPG it has a whole episode dedicated to RPGs and they um so they don't get like for Nintendo, no one at Nintendo talked to people in this documentary but they did get like the, the sound designer slash composer for like the Donkey Kong game the original Donkey Kong game like they talked to that guy they had an extensive interview with that guy they talked to the um, the creator of Pac-Man they talked to a bunch of like a bunch of people they talked to Yoshitaki Amano in the in the like the episode about RPGs they talked mm. to the guy yes. who made Ultima so like they get some real people, yeah. like real people that did stuff. Um, the next episode, episode four, is about like the original original console wars. They they talk about Sega and Sonic, and <laughs> I am super hyped to watch that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, that's cool, and I can't wait to watch more of that. Definitely recommend it. It's just like if you didn't know some stuff, it will enlighten you. If you knew this stuff already you get some like choice interviews uh, about the thing you might like a lot like they go in in big with like space invaders and all that and it's like Mm -hmm. cool to hear about it Um, the creator of space invaders is kind of a weird guy (laughs) so yeah it's uh, awesome but yeah that's about all I have done that was worth mentioning I guess Uh, what about you guys have you guys done anything? You should. We should catch up on.
1: Yeah, guys.
0: Anthony, <laughs> you first. Have you been playing, watching, or listening to anything? I
1: already told you what I have been playing. I think we've heard enough. From
0: just you. Me. Just you. Just been playing that one game.
1: I mean.
3: You just been playing that one 15 year fifteen-year-old game.
1: <laughs> what fifth? No, I haven't been playing any fifteen-year-old games as of.
3: So you've only Man. been
0: playing the Sonic fighting game. What about anything else?
1: I mean, I've been like going further into the critical mode of Cage Three a little bit. You,
0: nice. You, you get. Where are you now?
1: I know you. You fought Olaf. Yeah, I killed <laughs> Olaf. Finally, I never have to see his face again. Um, I, I got through Frozen and Monstropolis. So. Cool. What do you think
0: of Monstropolis?
1: Honestly, I had a like a lot of fun with Monstropolis because it's I think one thing that really determines my enjoyment of a Kingdom Hearts world is um, how well they implement the Kingdom Hearts elements into the story because the Frozen they really don't do that it's just Frozen but Sora Donald and Goofy are just kind of there because yeah. you don't even really interact with any of the main characters you talk to like Anna a and scene most Well, that's the thing. Larxene is just there to bully you over and over again, which would be fine.
0: Did you know that she has ice powers all of a sudden? And also yeah. is an architect and yeah. she can make a, a whole castle <laughs> out of ice? Yeah, I
1: didn't know that until I played this game. But yeah, apparently she can fucking do that. Like, yeah. you don't really pal around. Like, your partner in the party for Frozen is the fucking snowman whose name I didn't even know about until I Snowball. played the game. No, Marshmallow. Marshmallow. That's his really? name. Really? Yeah, yeah. His name
0: is Marshmallow? Yes. I thought, was, I thought it was Snowball. Nope, it's Marshmallow. Where am I? I played that game like three times. And I... <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, see, that tells you how bad those characters are. Like, fucking yeah. Clayton from Tarzan has more of a presence as a bad guy than Hans.
0: Well, I mean, he's also, he's a sound effect, dude. Well, Clayton.
1: Well, that's the thing. You didn't see Hans's <laughs> face. Like, Clayton is just, like, out here trying to shoot your ass with a shotgun, riding on a giant chameleon heartless. Hans is just like, I'm just going to kidnap you know he, Elsa. I have
0: now turned into, I have not been here the whole time. The player he, yeah. does not know who I am. And yeah. also, here's a heartless wolf.
3: That's you see it. him right at the end, and then a wolf comes out of nowhere, and you don't even fight him. You just fight the
2: wolf. And
0: then
3: you got,
2: you guys know Hans
1: the has no line of dialogue at all. You
2: guys know <laughs> the, uh, about, uh, says, the big theory about uh, that, right?
1: What was the big theory about that?
2: That that they changed it last minute because uh, Elsa was supposed to be the villain, and then they were like, oh, wait, but Elsa's now one of the pillars of Disney princesses, so we can't do that. I no, mean, it would have been
1: nice if, like, if they had seen at least bully the Frozen characters a bit. That would have been amusing. Oh.
0: Wait, in Kingdom Hearts, the villain? Or as in
2: no like, she was going to be the villain of the level like elsa was set to be the villain before everything and then they had to put hans back in make him the heartless at the ending as opposed to you're going to fight the dark half of elsa as a heartless so it was going
0: honestly, to be that. That would have been way cooler yeah i totally get disney not allowing such a thing yeah even though i think that disney works much can, better like Disney fans can... I mean, people who have brains in their head can be like, oh, Elsa's going down a dark path. What happens if she went down that dark path like Anna uh, and Sora, I guess, in this scenario, couldn't get through to her? And you know what happens at the end of Kingdom Hearts Worlds? It all gets better anyway. Like, I mean, I wonder
3: who is the exclusive Disney fan that plays Kingdom Hearts. Like, who plays Kingdom Hearts just in it for... I mean, some people do play Kingdom Hearts or just it because they like Disney. I know a few
1: people who play just for the Disney shit, actually.
3: I mean, that's not necessarily what I'm saying. Like, people that wouldn't understand that it's a video game, like, who comes into it, into Kingdom Hearts specifically,
0: having never played, like, any other video game. That's true. Yeah. And I I wanted to go, like, off-rails a little bit. Like, what happens if these characters were legitimately in the film? Like, if you're going to go straight the film happening with these characters in it, Go a little off-rails. Like, the movie exists. Yeah. Like, you don't have to tell it beat for beat, like, that way.
3: Yeah, Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Is like, I feel like people who well, would play mean, the Kingdom Hearts games v- v- would What really makes it
1: that. stand out is, like, you have fucking Donald Duck and Goofy and fucking scene, and you don't do anything with them except make scene go, nya-nya, and then pull out of these bullshit powers out of her ass just to pad out the level. Yes. It's super <laughs> obnoxious.
0: Oh, that's cool. So you are now what on pirates or big hero
1: i am choosing which one to do okay oh cool
0: well that's uh we will find out more kingdom hearts 3 updates from anthony in the future
1: <laughs> yes you will
0: aaron anything hmm? anything uh, to talk about
3: they're playing among us with friends
0: oh ah, yes among us <laughs> Yeah, among us are you yep. enjoying it
3: Yes, it's a very good. Uh, party game to play with friends. Uh, it's like a Town of Salem uh, or Mafia if I compare, could compare it to any other game. Essentially, what happens is like you're in a crew of uh, space people, I guess, on uh, some station or whatever, and there's like one or two. Uh, there could be three, but usually that's pretty overpowered one or two imposters that uh have to kill all the crew crewmates before they uh finish their tasks or before they figure out who's the imposter essentially
4: mm.
3: um yeah it's really fun i usually get crewmate always crew feels bad but mm. yeah playing imposter is too easy it's like okay. a game of uh deception essentially you have to well, convince hopefully... people to uh Killed and <laughs> Killed their friends. Very fun.
0: Politics, the game. I like that. Maybe um, I'll pick um, it up and uh, play with you soon.
3: Yeah, you should. It's, uh, yeah. I think the uh, total amount of people that can play at once is ten, and that's usually that's like the best way to play it. But Lord. what uh, what happens in the game is like during the rounds, like before. Uh, either somebody's body's found and people discuss it or before a meeting is called during the rounds nobody talks like you can't talk to each other as uh, crewmates or the imposters can't talk to each other so it's like everything just like kind of happens on instinct Mm -hmm. and then uh, when meetings are called that's when you uh, deliberate essentially try to figure out what's what Cool. yes yes it's very good
0: yes yes (laughs) and it's only like five bucks right
3: yeah, that's correct. They recently announced that they're making a second game. Just uh, hmm. funny because this game came out like two years ago, and only recently just started getting popular, uh, especially among streamers. So it's cool that that happened.
0: Yeah. All right, Rob, anything?
2: Um, been watching Westworld with my sister. Um, uh, she never saw it. I never saw it past the first season Uh, second season is wild but it's like getting too much for us Uh, (laughs) um, what do you call it and yeah I've just been trying to catch up on some comics I'm reading Excalibur right now which is (laughs) the magic X-Men book basically that doesn't include magic but you know whatever
0: is Excalibur going to lead into their uh, X of Swords or whatever event
2: I guess it has to because uh, Betsy Braddock, Captain Britain, is kind of right on front of it. So, I mean. Cool. Uh, and yeah, aside from that, uh, new hot ones came out with Drew Barrymore, so I'm pretty excited.
1: So, <laughs> oh, Jesus.
0: For those of you who don't know, Robert uh, is a very big fan of The Wedding Singer.
2: Yes. So, I uh, love it. Drew
0: Barrymore was in that movie and therefore uh and in you know, many other
1: movies that Rob Only that also movie like.
0: from my recollection. <laughs> oh no. Hey,
1: anytime he, Rob is also a big fan of Spider-Man 3 and Drew Barrymore is also a major character in Spider-Man
2: 3. <laughs> I don't what? think that's right, but What? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand the bit.
1: It's not a bit. <laughs>
0: She's not when is in is Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3?
1: Spider-Man 3. Wait, wait, no! I got her mixed <laughs> no. up with fucking Bryce Dallas Howard. I don't. Yeah. You mixed up Bryce Dallas
2: Howard, your love, with Drew Barrymore?
0: This sucks. I did. <laughs> All right. Well, for those of you don't know, Anthony is a huge fan of Bryce Dallas Howard, <laughs> <laughs> and now. I- I ending I just, the podcast.
1: I think <laughs> I'll just have Bryce Dallas Howard in my mind again.
0: Anthony, I'm not going to repeat myself. This is a no waifu zone. <laughs> she's
1: not a, She's not an anime woman. She doesn't count.
0: But well, Adam, I'm glad that you're anime. not that far gone.
1: Hey. <laughs> I mean, I oh. am. Ah!
0: <laughs> All right. I'm just gonna edit all this, <laughs> oh, no! this is but, gold! Uh, after the phone's done, I'm gonna I'm just gonna
1: uh, <laughs> <a> say
0: goodbye.
2: <laughs> we, have sure to wait, we have to any wait, Anthony. We have to wait this.
1: In this any of this this greatness, this this gold bits
0: Stop. <laughs> I don't know about gold. Right. So uh well, thanks guys for being on. Uh, that was an episode of the podcast. Um, <laughs> I think I might name this something like "Wild Ride" or Anthony White's "Wild Ride." Something like that, I was kind of, you know.
1: Oh no, Mr. Bones. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, so I, like just a last minute upkeep uh, or like bookkeeping, as it were. Thank you for any new listeners. If you're enjoying the podcast, uh, you know. Yes, thank you. You can reach out to us on Twitter or whatever.
1: Maybe I don't uh, use my full name for the title.
0: Yeah, I will. I'll use your
3: entire name. You okay, better. Joe? You
1: better fucking not. It'll just be
3: <laughs> Anthon's wild ride. Uh,
1: that's Tony's yeah, wild ride.
2: Anthon uh, sounds like his supervillain name.
3: Antho. <laughs>
1: Antho. The mighty
0: Antho. Mr. Uh, Ants' wild ride.
1: This God. sucks.
0: Oh yeah. So any new listeners, please, uh, please let us know if you're enjoying the podcast, or share it with your friends if you don't want to talk to us directly which (laughs) if uh if we got any feedback or comments or questions we would totally answer them at like we put in a new segment on the podcast to address that so uh we're looking we're looking for some community feedback uh additionally uh i started i started a small blog for echo screen in general um i put a uh like a little like three like 350 word or less talk about uh katamari damacy reroll um in like a perspective piece it's just my opinion literally no facts or sources or anything it's just like a stream of consciousness uh yeah so i will most likely try and put some more content up on that but if you really want to go to it it is uh oh well, i'm gonna he doesn't typing? even know
1: wow <laughs> what a oh, it's fucking called, idiot! Wh- <laughs> what
0: no it's called echo screen um echo screen media dot wordpress org or something or com don't know don't really know maybe i'll just link to it i i honestly uh it's not really it's new for yeah it's super new and it's not really like uh the amount of updates that we'll, the site will receive as of right now as we're building whatever Echo Screen and will end up being. It's not like in the forefront. The podcast is still the forefront. Um, and again, YouTube is still suppressing our stuff, so until there is a direct feedback for wanting it, uh, I'm going to just mostly upload a static video. So yeah, thanks everyone. We'll have another episode next week. Maybe if I can convince anyone to be on an extra episode, we can do an extra echo as well. I mean, those don't really count, right? They don't count towards the total The total. Uh,
3: yeah, because I've been keeping so. my score updated,
0: so... Oh, to, the be, top like, the list. to be on or not?
3: Yeah, I think I'm uh, contending with the uh, first place at the moment. <laughs> oh, my.
0: Well, as a, you're, you're a, an official crewmate. Everyone else is a guest. They have the opportunity to not be on. But you have to be on every episode. <laughs> this is yeah. true. So. I'm
1: being forced. So besides Aaron, who is in first place?
0: <laughs> Me, obviously. <laughs> I've been
1: on yeah. every episode. Shut up. No. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> besides you two clowns,
3: Anyway, that's it first? for today's yeah. episode. We're Thanks gonna slowly for joining begin
0: us.
1: You little...
0: <laughs> Bye.
1: That's it, you're making me, I'm gonna watch Ben 10